Chapman University, where big ideas are born. We strive to become multidimensional, original thinkers. The kind of people who flourish in a challenging world. The kind of people who rise to every occasion. The kind of people who can accomplish anything imaginable. Welcome to Chapman Chats. This is a time for you to explore your options and do research on what different colleges and universities have to offer. We hope you can tune in to learn more about who we are at Chapman and get some general tips on the college search and application process. Hi everyone, thank you so much for joining us today. We are recording live this Monday, April 19th. My name is Tanaz Norian and I am not only an admission counselor at Chapman, but also an alum of the School of Communication. Today, we have Steele joining us to talk about his experience at Chapman and specifically in the School of Communication. Steele, I'm so excited to have you here with me today. So feel free to tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Um, My name is Steele. I'm an out-of-state student, so I'm originally from Richmond, Virginia, um, but I'm currently a junior here at Chapman studying global communication and world language, as well as political science. Um... I actually only have one more semester left here, so that's kind of sad, but also kind of exciting. Crazy. Um, A couple of my involvements on campus, I work for the Office of Admission, actually, so I'm a tour guide and admission fellow there. Um, I also am an undergraduate research assistant within the School of Communication. Um, I'm a teacher's assistant. I also serve as a senator in our student government organization, Um, so I represent the School of Communication there as well. Um, and I'm vice president of the French club. So lots of exciting stuff going on. Um, but it keeps me busy. How do you have time to sleep? I barely do. I also work at Starbucks, so that's fun. You work at Starbucks in in the circle? Yeah, I do. So I get free caffeine. That's good. How, how many hours a week do you work at Starbucks? It kind of, I'm all over the place, but usually around like 15 to 20. Okay, wow, good for you. What's your favorite drink at Starbucks? I'm, I'm sure our listeners are interested. <laughs> um, I've always been a really big fan of the refreshers, so I was always like a strawberry acai refresher guy, um, but I've been like trying to like grow up and be a big boy, so now I'm getting like green teas, but I'll like cut it with a little bit of the strawberry acai base, so it's like a little, it's a, a little bit like a refresher, but a little more, you know, grown up. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was such a big frappuccino drinker growing up and then i realized that i shouldn't be drinking them every day so yeah i know i literally used to get a strawberries and cream frapp every time i would go to starbucks and now i like try and drink like two sips of them and i'm like oh my god i have a sugar headache so you know (laughs) it changes (laughs) that was exactly what it was the strawberries and cream it's so good go go to starbucks in the circle and say hi to steal everybody yes my homework for everyone (laughs) please try come and find me um i'm sure i'll be there (laughs) so Steele, tell us a little bit about your involvement in research i'm interested to know a little bit more about that yeah absolutely um that's definitely been one of the coolest um parts of my chapman experience i actually um got an email today from my professor that i researched with and one of our papers was just published so that is super super exciting um This one was one that I just helped on the research side, so I'm just like in the acknowledgements, but there is one that I helped write that is about to be published, so that's also super exciting. Um, But it's been just such a cool opportunity, so I got involved with it because I took a class with this professor, Dr. Vendemia. She is wonderful. 
please take a class with her if you can. Um, but I took her class, um, Theories of Persuasion. And then after that class, she reached out to me um, and was like, hey, I'm trying to get together a research team because um, she was new that semester. So she was kind of looking for research assistance. Um, and so she reached out to me and asked me to join her team. And I was like, absolutely. I loved your class. I love you. Let's do it. Um, and so our research really focuses around like her focus is um, new media and body image effects. So basically focusing on social media and its effects on our mental health, on our perception of self and stuff like that. Um, so one thing that we've been working on kind of as soon as the COVID-19 pandemic hit, um, we started a study that basically examined how people were using dating apps during the pandemic and how that had kind of supplemented in-person interaction and stuff like that. So that's a really cool study. I'm really proud of that one. And that one's about to be published. It was just presented at a conference too, which was pretty awesome. Um, but that just goes to show how easy it is really to get involved with Chapman and how you can actually get very real life hands-on experience in whatever field it is you're interested in, whether that be, you know, research in the school of communication or anything else. Um, but yeah, it's been a really, really cool experience. And I also have gotten to work with a bunch of other research assistants and they're great. It's been a great way to make friends, great way to get involved and just, you know, feel productive. <laughs> I want to check it out. So I might ask you for those links to add into the description of this podcast as well, because I'm sure people are interested to know more about that. So you're also involved in the School of Communication. You're on the advisory board, correct? I am indeed. So tell us a little bit about your role there and why you got involved. Absolutely. Um, so I originally joined the School of Communication. Oh my God. I'm trying to communicate and I can't even say the word. <laughs> um, I originally joined the School of Communication Student Advisory Board um, because of my position in student government. Um, so last spring I was elected the School of Communication Senator. Um, and then Dr. Weber, who heads the board, reached out to me and asked me to kind of sit in um, on the board as like a representative for student government and kind of serve as a liaison between the two organizations. And so I've been a member of the board ever since, and I absolutely love it. So basically what we do is we are both kind of a peer mentoring group as well as just like a faculty student liaison. So a lot of what we do is, first of all, we're just there if any students have any questions about what classes to take or our opinions on professors or anything at all that they need like a student perspective on and they'd like to talk to us. We kind of serve as that kind of student, you know, mentor. Um, we also help a lot with like school of communication events, stuff like that. Like right now we're really working on the We Care campaign. So that's really focused on just, you know, providing resources to students, especially during these really weird, unprecedented times, as everyone likes to say, um, but providing resources to kind of bring the community together and also just, you know, keep people engaged. So tonight, actually, we have um, like a game night for the School of Calm. Um, we also have done, we hosted uh, yoga, we hosted a beach cleanup, um, a financial wellness event. Um, Dr. Vendemia actually came to talk about our research in like a masterclass type situation. Um, so really our goal is to, you know, provide as many opportunities for School of Comm students to expand their knowledge, get involved, be social, you know, just feel like part of our community. Um, because I think Chapman specifically does a great job of that, but then also the School of Comm itself also has such a strong community. Um, so that's really what we just aim to foster and strengthen as much as we can. Right. I think it's really important for your student, your voices to be heard. I think that's awesome. And that how you take place in that role too. I think that's great. 
So now that you are registering for your classes for senior year or have registered for them, congratulations. What have been some highlights of your undergraduate career, Steele? Um, okay, well, the first class I have to say, I already gave it a bit of a shout out, but Theories of Persuasion was such a fantastic class. I absolutely loved it. It really was cool just to kind of apply what we had been learning in communication and really just see it at work. So a lot of what we did was like, look at advertising companies and see like, what methods they were using to get people to buy their product. So it was all about just, you know, the psychology of persuasion and how you convince someone to do something, whether that be in like an interpersonal level or like a company brand level. Um, and so that was just really cool to see. And it was also just a really well-designed class. It was very hands-on. So everything we learned, we basically had this overarching project where we represented a nonprofit. Um, and so mine was the Newport Back Bay Conservancy. Um, and so my goal throughout the class was like applying different persuasion techniques to try and convince my classmates to like support my organization. Um, so it ended at the end of the year with this huge project where I basically gave a presentation and asked my you know, friends to donate to my organization. Um, and so it was just really cool getting to kind of not only learn about those techniques that are all around us all the time, but also get to apply them myself. So I loved that class. Um, I also really liked research methods. A lot of, I think it's kind of a scarier class. A lot of people are like, oh no, research methods, that's the tough one. But I loved it. I thought it was really cool. Um, just kind of getting to see what, because I, when you think of communication, you don't really think of it as like a research oriented, you know, field, but getting to see what communication research actually is was really cool. Um, getting to see how people actually do study human interaction. Um, it's not just something that we've always, you know, just understand and it's there. It's something that has been, you know, culminated through a bunch of different research and kind of getting to see how that's done and see where there also is, you know, room for more research is really cool. Right. I took research methods when I was a student with Dr. Sarah LaBelle oh, and I love she her. probably knows I me too I was at every office hours each week I think she knew me by <laughs> the end of the year very well because I would go for help all the time but shameless plug go to office hours it's super important um, any favorite stories you have maybe with classmates faculty any cool projects that you worked on during your undergraduate experience very good question. Um, I mean, I would say all of my experiences really with the student advisory board, especially. Um, I love all of those. I also, student government is one of the best things that I ever did. Um, so I originally found student government. I kind of just stumbled upon it because one of my friends um, who I met through the Office of Admission, actually, um, Summer, she was the director of elections and she was like, hey, there's this open seat um, for the School of Communication. You should think about running. And I was like, okay, sure, whatever. And then so I kind of got into it. And it has been just the coolest experience ever. I've met so many cool people. And I just realized how valued the student voice really is and how much you actually can make a difference if you want to. Um, so one of the really cool things that I'm most proud of during my term is I actually was able to um, implement a diversity, equity and inclusion training for the school of communication itself. Um, so I was able to, you know, reached out to this organization, organization, OC Human Relations, um, get them to come and do the training, get funding from the student government organization. Um, and then from that too, I was able to establish a diversity, equity, and inclusion task force in the School of Comms so we can kind of continue that work. Um, but I like to talk about, about that because it's just such a great example of how students can make a huge difference if they really want to. Um, and they have these avenues to do that. So 
Um, I, I'm really proud to be at a place where I, a student can get involved and a student can make a difference um, and the student voice actually really does matter. Chapman Chats is presented by the Chapman University Office of Admission. Have a topic you'd like to learn more about or a special guest you'd like to hear from? Email us at admit at chapman.edu. That's A-D-M-I-T at chapman.edu. Now, back to Chapman Chats. What are your goals for when you graduate? Again, I'm pretty broad in my idea of what I want to do. I would love to go into some sort of like public relations field. Um, but I also, I'm a double major, as I mentioned. So my other major is political science. Um, and communication, again, pairs well with everything. But I think I'd love to kind of combine the two, political science and communication, and do like campaign management or something like, like that, um, or just like political advocacy. So hopefully something within that realm. Right. Understood. So ultimately, why did you decide to attend Chapman? And why did you decide to double major in global communication and political science? Wonderful questions again. Um, So I really, I am from Virginia, as I mentioned. So my college search really just started with like, get me somewhere warm, get me somewhere pretty. I don't want to be cold ever again. So I basically just looked at a list of schools in Southern California. Um, and then when I came to Tor Chapman is when I like made up my mind and I was like, ah, okay, yes. So this is the one. Um, because as soon as I stepped foot on campus, I just, you can feel the just like energy and supportive environment that comes with this school. I remember my tour guide would go like every single building he would go to, he'd get stopped by like three people and they'd be like, Hey man, hope your tour is going well. Like, good to see you. And they'd like talk to us too. And they'd be like, guys, you should come to Chapman. Like, And it was just such a supportive, high energy community. And everyone was just so friendly and so open. And I just really felt myself there. And I was like, I want to be able to be in a place where I can, you know, walk through campus, see a bunch of people I know, wave, smile, but also always see new people. That's kind of one of the charms about Chapman is that it is this perfect middle-sized school where I always know people when I walk through campus, but I also always get to meet new people whenever I do anything. Um, So that is really when I fell in love with Chapman and it absolutely has delivered on that too. I think especially like that size and just community aspect of it really translate well, translates well to the classroom too. Um, because all of my classes have been, you know, fairly small, probably like 20 students max. Um, and so you really, really get to know your professor, which I love because I also came from a pretty small school. And so I was like, I don't want to go to this huge university and get lost in a lecture hall and not know who my professor is. Um, and so I have never had to worry about that at Chapman. I think my largest class was like 30 students. So you really do get to know your professor. They will know your name. They will want to give you opportunities. Like I said, I had a professor just reach out to me and become a research assistant. Um, I know people who've gotten internships from their professors and stuff like that. So the fact that you can have such a close relationship with your professor and you can get so much out of them really is unique to like that smaller size school. And so I've really loved that. Um, and that also was how, like, part of what informed me choosing my majors as well. So I actually came in undeclared because um, I was like, I don't know, let's see. I'll dip my toes in all the different schools and see what sticks. Um, and so it was my public speaking class that I took my freshman year, actually, that I was like, oh, the school of communication is kind of cool. And then so I went to, like, their academic advising team, which, again, was Dr. Weber. She's wonderful all around. Um, And I just kind of sat down with her and I was like, I'm kind of thinking about joining the School of Communication. Here's what I'm interested in. And she was like, yeah, I think this is a perfect fit for you. She walked me through all of the classes I need to take, made sure I was on track to still, you know, graduate 
um, I actually was able to graduate early. So I was able to like walk through that with her. Um, just such a supportive school. So easy to access those resources. Like I literally just walked up into her office, this random undeclared freshman being like, hi, can you help me like figure out what to do with my life? And she was like, absolutely. Um, and so here we are. Um, and so that was really, really nice. Um, and then I had then after declaring a communication major, I had a French minor. And then she was like, wait a minute, you should just do the global comm major, which I didn't even know was a thing, but basically is like half language, half communication. So she was like, you can take all the classes you're taking right now, except just make it one major and then you have room for something else. And I was like, oh my God, that's perfect. Um, and then, so I added political science cause that was just always an interest of mine. Um, so again, I think that's just a testament to how great the resources here at Chapman are and how much the faculty and staff really want to help you and want to make sure you're on the best possible track that you could be on for yourself. So to my understanding, you are double majoring and also graduating early. Yes. <laughs> while being involved in a million things and working 15 to 20 hours a week at Starbucks. Yes, that is true. I really just try and keep myself busy. I'm one of those people that kind of goes crazy if I have nothing to do. Like that, like it stresses me out when I'm doing nothing. Anything is possible. Seriously. Wow. So how was that transition for you from Virginia to California? Because I'm sure we have students that are tuning in that are from out of state. Yeah. So I love talking about the kind of transition to college because one of my favorite things to keep in mind is like when I was, you know, a little boy in Virginia being like, I'm about to go to school in California. I was like, oh my God, everyone's going to be so much cooler than me. They're all going to be from like cool places. And they're going to be like, who's this weird little like farm boy. Um, but that is really just not the case at all. Um, because you come to the dorms and no matter where everyone's from, like there, I'm people from San Diego or Los Angeles or, Canada or literally anywhere in between like everyone is coming to this experience completely unsure what's going on like no matter how close you were to the school when you were growing up you're coming into a completely new environment a completely new situation so you're all going to figure it out together no matter what um so that made it really easy because it was like despite being from very different places we were all in the same thing together and we were all trying to figure this out together um, and so everyone wants to make friends. Everyone just wants to like make the best of their college experience. And so it was really a, a lot easier than I was expecting. And I think a lot of people expect to just kind of dive into it and make a bunch of friends really quick. Um, uh, so yeah, I wouldn't stress about, you know, thinking you're coming from far away and that life's going to be so different because really you're coming straight into a community of other people who are feeling the same exact way. Um, so that kind of solidarity really makes it easy to kind of transition, I think. Awesome. Any advice for students choosing where to spend the next four years of their educational journey? Absolutely. I mean, I think it's kind of cliche, but really just trust yourself. Don't let like, you know, the fears of like, oh, what I'm going to do like after college, what's like you know, the more like the bigger name university, what do my parents want me to do? All of that, like, just go where you think you're going to be happy because no matter where that is, you're going to be able to make the best of it. Um, if you're somewhere, if you choose to go somewhere where you personally do not want to go, then you're not going to be able to make the best of that situation as well as you could if you just go somewhere that you really are excited about. When you're excited about it, then 
so many other doors open. You're going to find so many more opportunities than if you're kind of like iffy about like, oh, this isn't really where I wanted to be, but I'll try and make the best of it, which is great. Definitely do that. But also don't like settle for that if there's somewhere you really want to go and people are telling you not to. Um, so like for me, I'm the very first person who's ever come to Chapman from my high school. No one has ever heard of it, but I was like, I don't really care. This is where I want to go. And because of that, I have been so happy and I really, it was the right fit for me. And I found everything that I wanted out of a college, a college experience here. So definitely like trust yourself, put your own like interests first, um, which I know is a really hard thing to do and like a lot easier said than done. Um, but definitely try and like advocate for yourself, try and make sure that you really do get to go somewhere you love. Um, and then also, you know, just be open to it. Be open to like any opportunities that come your way. I, one of my favorite things to say is like, as a freshman, once you come in, don't say no to like any opportunities or events. Like if someone's like, oh, I'm going to go to like vegetarian club. Do you want to come? And you're like doing nothing. Be like, sure. Why not? Um, you never know who you're going to meet. And like, even if whatever that thing you go to is not like your cup of tea, you're probably going to meet someone else there who will lead you some new opportunities or anything like that. So just say much as much as you can, say yes, as much as you can. Um, and just really like try new things and see what sticks and see what you like. That was some amazing advice, but Steele, thank you so much for joining us today. I know you have a packed schedule, so being able to talk to you today was such a pleasure and I'm so excited for our listeners to check this episode out. But thank you, Steele. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for tuning into Chapman Chats. Visit chapman.edu to explore degrees and programs, schedule a virtual tour, or even attend an information session. Need guidance throughout the application process? Be sure to connect with your admission counselor. We're here to help. We'll see you next time.